Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. Gosh, I got so dirty at dinner. <laughs> yeah. Or lunch. Happy uh, Happy Valentine's Day lunch to Happy you. Valentine's Day. We have to get creative, um, do Valentine's Day. Today's Monday, so we're recording it right on Valentine's Day. And uh, if you're like, hey, Alex, can you just cough real quick and just clear that whatever's in your throat? I Gosh, can't. it's been like over a month. <coughs> I can't believe it. Well, it's okay. Do you think it'll just always be like this? No, I'm not going to sound like Morgan Freeman. Uh, I'm sure what it is. I was actually thinking about this the other day. I think what it is is I got, I had COVID um, weeks and weeks ago, but. It's been I, like way over a month for sure. When your immune system gets weakened, like in, you get COVID or whatever. Um, I think what I also got was an upper respiratory infection. Be, as a result of covid well with covid uh from covid due Whatever. to covid who knows yeah they both probably came at the same time and the only reason i say this is because what i'm experiencing with my voice that has been going on i've had this excuse me i've had this before i've had this in fact um you have two two houses ago that we lived in um off of uh when yeah, we were off yeah. of fairview i remember going to primary care and feeling like this and I, like i'm trying to cough and i can't clear it, and the guy gave me an inhaler, Qvart, which is like a steroid inhaler, and an albuterol, which I didn't need. I didn't need an albuterol, and I know this because I used to be a respiratory therapist in my old life, <laughs> and those are the medications I used to give people. But anywho, I remember specifically like two puffs of Qvart would like break down anything Whatever. else there. Maybe you should get that again. Well, by this point, it's like it's already on its last leg. I'm gonna you go. You think so? Yes. Until another month passes and then you're no, gonna No, because like what happens is viruses last, um, like upper respiratory viruses, they usually last between, I think they said between four and six weeks. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah. so it's, uh, what I don't wanna do is finally like find some free time, go to primary health now that I'm on fourth week and then have this thing naturally clear up in mm. like a week and a half. So should have gone like two weeks ago. Yeah, I just didn't really, I didn't really process the information. I didn't go like, yeah. Oh wait, I, I wonder if this is just it's an upper crazy. respiratory thing. Yeah, you've had this voice. Yeah, it's fine. I'm not bothered by you it. Cough. It was, it was annoying when we had to. It doesn't affect a, like you're working out. Do you no, feel like no, out of breath more? No, 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 not at all. It, it just gives you like. <clears throat> apart from it. apart from coughing and extra post nasal drip when I wake up in the morning, there's no other symptom behind that. Do that sound you make. It's really sexy. Oh, when I <laughs> huck up a loogie? <Yeah. laughs> I'm surprised you're okay with it. Like, you, I've done it for such a long time. I've had post-nasal drip that I could remember. If I'm close to my time of month, it does bother me a little does bit. Does it really? Really? Usual, but I, I mean. What doesn't bother you when you're close to that time of month? <laughs> that is a fact. Whatever's going on in Syria bothers you. When Everything. It's that close to the time of the Everything month. irritates the hell out of me. Yeah. You're like, why isn't the James Webb telescope fully functioning right, <laughs> right now. now right now <laughs> no the voice i actually like this voice because i think you know like we're all our, our biggest critic of the our raspy voices. well and apparently the like the raspy voice is like a sexy voice who's a singer is there is there a pop like is there a pop singer well no that's you just slowing myself. it down that's not raspy but it's kind of raspy you think it is you hit it well that's voice okay well i remember yeah, like being like a teenager and losing my voice um a few times because i actually lose my voice really easily if i have some sort of like sickness and i remember like that's false i I've, had people tell me i've been me, married you for, for 10 years now and that's, no do you remember i would get like i would lose my voice from like allergies false true never happened in 10 years true ne i've never been married to you, you where your out. voice is you just don't remember your memory is horrible my memory is horrible when it comes to dates not when it comes to life uh, what events. was i wearing 
it didn't happen. So why would you be wearing anything? <laughs> I, I was correct. I wasn't wearing anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I would have like when I was a teenager. Here's what never happened in, in our marriage. You go, I lost my voice. No, I did. I remember a specific time because I actually remember. Is that when you got your wisdom teeth pulled? See, that did happen. I know. <laughs> I know events. I, no, I'm not good with dates. It was um, in that first house we were living in that we bought. And oh, where you got I your had wisdom? really. Oh, well, yeah. I had that. It was like that period of time where I like, didn't know it was allergies or if I okay. was sick. So you just dated back to the very first house we ever lived in in 10 years of marriage. Wait, And you I, said you always my... lose your voice yeah. when you get sick. This is one story that was nine years ago. It happened. Okay. It used to. Okay. okay maybe it's, it's, happened it's a lot for more. the sake of Valentine's Day. It happened. Go Thank ahead. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Go ahead. <laughs> but what, I, maybe it used to happen a lot more when I was younger. But um, okay. I would like lose my voice, and people would be like, "Ooh, that sounds. Your voice sounds sexy." Were you like in the eighth grade when people no, said that? No, it was like te- like I don't know, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, <laughs> teenage. Okay, twenties not teenage. Twenties what? Young adult. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Young adult. I like how you're like naturally going like, all right, whatever. Uh, young, whatever. Uh, now I want to uh, like have this like, raspy I, 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 voice. But I remember people okay. telling me that. I'm like, why? Why do, why do you think that is? I think, okay, so if I'm going to shoot from the hip, because I've never really processed this information. Because it's like a, I think it sounds the, like a smoker voice. Yeah. But why but is that sexy? I don't think, I don't think anybody processes it as a smoker voice. I think what people are doing is um, there's a little bit of this uh, a, a badass Bad. personality, right? Yeah. That's one, I think. The second part is I think a lot of guys are naturally more attracted to a pretty girl who's a tomboy, like like, like us that play sports oh, and stuff like that. Okay. And I think somewhere between those two ideas, it meets in a sweet spot. Yeah. Where you have a raspy voice. Yeah. Oh, actually, somebody called it a stripper voice. Do strippers have low voices? I've never been to a strip club in my life, so I don't know. But apparently, and I've actually never met a stripper either. I'm doing really good when it comes to being a guy. I've never had a DUI. I've never uh, been to a strip club. And so I've far for your a, mid-30s, you're doing well. I'm doing really good. And you know what? <laughs> those three things are enough to get people divorced. And I think that's the secret to marriage. Don't, just don't do those three, three things. So Ben Shapiro, who is this, uh, who's a, a right-wing Jewish guy, uh, political commentator, he did this thing on Fox where he's, and I don't care if you listen to Fox or not. I'm just saying what he said. Well, he's like, in today's country, you have one of the biggest because there's the whole like uh we don't start at the same starting line right that's very true but yeah what he's saying is like for success in life um you there's like five pillars of like bare bone things that if you do you will have like more than 5x or 50 percent chance of success in life and that's like some level well it's like simple things like he goes bare bones like don't get pregnant as a teenager that's Mm -hmm. one uh finish high school yeah. Uh, you know, uh, don't acquire uh, <laughs> debt or a crazy debt. Like just bare bone things is enough for you to like have this crazy leg up. And this is like my pillars. This of, is like, your yeah, bare hey, bones. Hey, you don't want to get divorced in the 30s. Here's what you don't do. Yeah. Don't meet any strippers. Don't go to any strip clubs. <laughs> and what was, oh, don't get a DUI. Don't get a DUI. Although I don't know anybody who got a divorce from a DUI. Unless they have a drinking problem and they're getting either... There's something on top of the DUI, well, maybe. Well, like they're hitting their wife when they're drinking and they're or also getting DUIs. there's like an addiction or something. Which Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the alcoholism that we're mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the... That makes, yeah. As I'm taking a sip of my <laughs> Should white we, yeah. <laughs> Should we have like a little like checklist? <laughs> it's a very short checklist. Yeah. <laughs> what else? I wonder, what would be another thing that's very classic for people in their 30s to get divorced? Like Obviously, when they, like if they're in a physically abusive relationship, 
I get that. Yeah, let's cheating. add another one. Well, cheating is the one. Well, I would put cheating with the whole strip club thing. Not, well, but cheating goes a lot farther than that too. Right, but we, the way we went is we went we went um, DUI, which is a whole separate category, right? Like drinking too much, right? And then we went to don't go to a strip club, mm-hmm. which again, I don't know anybody who got divorced from getting going to a strip club. Um, apparently there's girls out there who like to go to strip clubs, like girls? couples, like, Oh, I've, I was like, I've uh. only heard of a lot of them on, on podcasts and stuff, but anywho, um, <laughs> we'll dive into that later. Right. But then, um, what was the other one? What, what <coughs> um, were yours? What's up? What were your, your three things? Well, the, the, the fact that there were like, there are categories, Oh yeah. but yeah. you're just throwing things in there. So you said, don't cheat, but I would put cheating kind of along the lines of like strip club stuff. Right. You could, but also that, I mean, you could cheat with not a stripper, obviously. So it's like, you that's its own category. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> but what I, we're going with is like, if you're going to go like Old Testament, be like, don't covet anybody, right? Yeah. Like, you know, thy neighbor's wife. Like You're I trying guess, to be a little bit more specific? Is that what? Well, I guess I'm trying to be more general for categories, right? So like one is don't have uh, a habit, like a destructive habit. Yeah. Don't... Uh, co-mingle with the opposite sex yeah. too I guess what too I think what you're trying to do is like categorize them not categorize but like um, have these checklists before you have the big ones like obviously if oh, you don't go to strip plug maybe sure. that's a good check mark for you to not cheat in the but future but what would be with the predecessor to like don't get a DUI don't start drinking it's like the, <laughs> no, it should start with don't yeah. drink and then you don't get a DUI that's yeah. not a pre- don't ever drink no 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 I, I think I, I think there's just uh yeah, I mean, okay, the next one is uh, do you don't ever hit a woman, right? So it's like that's another simple also, one too. Also, don't ever tell your wife she doesn't look good in those jeans, ever. Did I ever do that? No. But that's also not grounds for divorce. What are you going to be like, your honor? Okay, why do you want full custody well, of your kids? Well, that's Because grounds. he said, I'm not pulling off these mom <laughs> jeans. No, that's grounds for your wife being mad at you. Sure. Which is grounds for fighting, which sure. is grounds for leading up to... Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fine. That's. Fine. But I like that you go to like. Okay, you comp. You 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 say something negative about a girl's jeans, and you know what? This marriage is going downhill. <laughs> well, that's all it takes. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But I don't know. There, I think there's too much involved in that to like have like a checklist of stuff. You know what I'm thinking right now is like if uh. you're in a group think, and you're like, hey guys, we want to f- make a list of like what makes people get divorces mm-hmm. and then i can just imagine how many people I, will be like and also tell her and also tell write this them down. this yeah and also write this when they're and they get too specific well, when think, their mom is in town and she insists on spending the night and she wants to be a little too opinionated about yeah. your marriage grounds for divorce <laughs> you're like well, that was awful i specific. think also we we don't have the experience or um like knowledge to speak on divorces don't get a divorce i think what we can speak are, on wait, is wait, how, to, how to have a healthy marriage oh i, I thought that what you're spinning is like we're, we're on grounds to speak about uh, don't get a divorce because we don't want to tell you don't get a yeah. divorce no i mean like we haven't gone through it or like sure. been in any situation where sure. that's come up yeah unless you talk about the stepmom what's her name again the stepmom yeah Oh, the alter ego? Not the alter <laughs> ego, like the imaginary character that I've the created? The imaginary stepmom. So, so, we have a joke. We have an inside joke that um, anytime I'm gone or anytime yes. Alex needs help, 
There's the stepmom. Well, not help. I do things where, like, the stepmom joke started coming about. <laughs> Which is <laughs> kind of funny because I think I was offended by it at first. You were. Do you remember the first time you told it to me? Yes, and this is what I was kind of going for. It. I think the first time I told you the stepmom joke. By the way, guys, this is not like, don't. this is not marriage. This is advice. not real. Don't, this is just a but funny also, joke. Also, don't run with this joke. We communicate through yeah. humor 99% of the time. So I knew. Don't start with this joke. I, yeah, I wouldn't run to your spouse. Even that, me, who loves like humor and it, we've always to, gotten yeah. along, it took me a. Yeah. A while to warm up to it so, because. <laughs> so here's how the joke. Here's how the joke came about. I've uh, so I, I have a Porsche, but I've and I've always wanted a Porsche. And before I got the Porsche, I've, I was always like telling everyone, I was like, I want to get a Porsche. I want to get a Porsche. He's like, or and before the Porsche, it was like, well, the thing is, I wanted a sports car. You just wanted some. And fun it, was, car. it was it was a Corvette, the new Corvette that I wanted. And I was like, yeah. and keep in mind, I've never had a sports car, so it's not like I'm like, let's willy nilly go get a sports car. But yeah. I'd have these like waves of like, I want to get a sports car, and then the next day I wake up, I'm like, oh, that's a dumb thing, don't get a sports car. And then mm-hmm. I'll go back to it, mm-hmm. and then finally I've I've made enough like responsible like adult decisions for investment, and then I was and then I was like, I think I I can get a, and at one point you're like, just go get the car. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I, I don't know if our friend Matt was over or something like that, but you go, you're like, what are you going to do with the Corvette, a two-seater car? Like, what are you going to do with it? Ooh, you ooh, can't take the kids in you it. You can't do it. What are you going to go with it? Yeah. <laughs> we just like, had our third kid. I was like, I'm going to go to the kid's stepmom's house <laughs> he said, to pick her up. <laughs> <laughs> but the boy's stepmom's going to look really good in the car. <laughs> Where are you going to go with it? I'm like, go to the kid's stepmom's house to pick her up. I was offended at first. You did not like that joke at all. <laughs> And didn't land. that was a joke that I knew you didn't like. And when I told it to my buddies, it was a joke that I had to whisper to them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let Irina hear you. So She'll know. This joke. And then I said, who are you going to Do they and laugh I, at it? Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, uncontrollably. Like I wonder. I don't know why it offended me. Is is it? It's almost like, even though I, it's e- I think it's easier for you to like say it and then like be done with it. Yes. For me, I like linger in what, the words you just said. I'm like, wait a second. Is he thinking about a stepmom? Who is he thinking about? That's going to be a new stepmom for them. You know, like it's too. I like it's like a rabbit hole for me. It becomes real for you. Yeah. Huh? Well, is and I it, don't like that. It's the same reason why you don't like to listen to music with profanity in it because yeah. you actually... You, it like affects you, me. You hear the the profanity versus mm-hmm. with me, I can filter out profanity. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, he did say the F word, didn't he? Yeah. Like 12 times. Yeah. <laughs> or like really violent uh, scenes in a movie or show. It like really affects me. There's just certain things where I'm like, I can't not think about that now for the next 12 hours and i wonder so. if that's a that's a male brain female brain maybe. thing the way we just think not to say like one's uh, better than the other. emotion based maybe. probably right yeah. because like think about it like we grew up you know as we we're driving here from the valentine's day lunch we were talking about the super bowl halftime show and it was we were talking about dr dre was there snoop dogg eminem and Sp- oh, mary J- mary j blanche a lot of really talented artists but mm-hmm. eminem is the example that i'm going with is like when you grew up in the early 2000s if you're a 90s kid period but your teenagehood was in the early 2000s you're listening to eminem and mm-hmm. eminem is rapping about killing his girlfriend kim f- taking the shovel out of his mm-hmm. truck or his back <laughs> car digging Seriously. up and burying but we her. didn't think about that when we were young no because all the guys were just like bobbing music. their heads the music was good but i think as a maybe either a uh, life position like right now or whatever, yeah. or maybe it's just female male brain. You're, you're probably like kind of reading into like, well, that's some dark stuff. Like, I don't want to be listening yeah. to this, which I don't know if you're listening to Eminem when you're younger, but I was a lot or a song. Cause I had his, all, no, his all the, I mean, it was really? all, I just listened to what was on the radio and oh. it was always on the radio. But also there's something to be said about a What's life position was, uh, that you're in, right? The, the life position that you're in saying yesterday. 
Did you sing a few yesterday? <clears throat> yeah, it was the um, uh, If You Only Had One Opportunity. Yeah, you know, what is the that class. called? It was an eight-mile theme yeah. song, whatever. What was it, what's that song called? Lose Yourself. Lose Yourself, Lose yourself. yeah. Mom's Spaghetti You know it's starting when the music? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's so good. Yeah. I think a lot of it also has to play with the 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 life uh, marker that you're in, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, so for example, before you can make abortion jokes, and I'd be like, ah ha ha ha. You make abortion jokes now, so I'm like, I'm not into this. Yeah, I'm a kid, uh, or I, I, have I, I, I have kids. Yeah. Here's another funny story. Actually, I was listening to Chris D'Elia, who's a stand-up comic, one of my favorite persons. Got canceled. Persons, persons people. Uh, he got canceled. My uh, favorite peoples. Two years ago. Mm -hmm. And now he's making a comeback. Everything's and it was you know he was like a ladies' man kind of thing. Anywho, but he got canceled. But if you listen to his stand-up specials on Netflix, I, you know from 2017, I think this is the last one was incorrigible. And he's making jokes about like he had this bit. I'm not gonna. It's it's a kind of perverse bit, but he was talking about like everything guys do is to be to get the girl and to be inside the girl, right? <laughs> And he goes, but the funny thing is, there's nothing there. Like when you get inside it, there's no, there's no prizes or anything <laughs> like that, right? But we still do like, you know, having a mm -hmm. fancy car, have like a fancy job, blah, blah, blah. And so yeah. he goes, that's, the premise was that's where, he, you know, we, we do, guys do everything to have, to, to be with that girl in the girl, right? Yeah. Not necessarily be married to her. But he goes, he goes, but the thing is, it's like, there's nothing in there. Uh, and the only thing that you get as a prize is a baby, which gross. Who wants that, right? Now, Chris Dilly gets you get canceled. A pretty good feeling, right, too. Right, Chris Dilly gets canceled. <laughs> well, pretty cocky there from your side, but Chris Dilly gets uh, canceled right yeah. a couple of years later, um, and then later becomes you know gets counseling, fixes his life, gets an order. Anywho, um, has a, a kid, and if you're a Chris Dilly fan like I am, and and Kyle likes him as well. Um, whoa, you, whoa, whoa! Don't put that on Kyle. Okay, I never I'm sorry. Heard him say I don't it. It's, it's, uh, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, we're content with Crystalia. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay, we're content with it. Yeah. I, and uh, you listen to his podcast, and the way he speaks about his son, and how emotional he gets about his son, and yeah. you, the most you've seen me cry was about my kids, right? Our, our, oh, my, our, our kids. Oh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> okay. My kids. We, we need to have an alter ego for <laughs> for the stepmom thing, Susan, or something like that. Oh, do you want her to be named Susan? <laughs> Because well, I'm okay with that's that. That's an old person's name. I'm okay with that. Like an older person's name. That's not a young. Susan. It's not a. It's not a Kelsey. You can or do Karen a, if you want. Even uh, Susan, Mer I think Meredith. Meredith is good. Susan's another good one. I like Susan. I think Susan's like old enough. You know what I mean? Marianne. Like, what's your name? Susan. <laughs> um, yeah, Susan's like. I'm okay with it too. Okay, cool. So, so <laughs> but like I've cried the most is about my kids and seeing them growing up, right? Like looking at their old pictures and seeing how they're like that. And so seeing him do the same thing, I bet you he's kind of like cringes when he watches his old special. There's certain jokes that yeah, he made he that joke anymore. because he's in a different life cycle. He goes, I can't believe mm -hmm. I was so immature that I made jokes like that, that there's nothing exciting that comes from a woman's ability to create a child with a kid. I don't want that prize. Yeah. That's what he said. But so, okay, going back into today, like where, like to make a full circle here, you don't find these things funny because the position I that you're like in. I warm up to it. Well, because the life cycle you're in, you're, yeah. you're, you're in, a, you're in a, a marriage in the life stage of like a devotion to one another. Mm -hmm. You're raising a family and a legacy. You're building this legacy together and you're happy. I think you're mm -hmm. happy, but you're happy in this. And you're like, I don't want this to fall no apart. Comment. No comment. <laughs> Versus if, if this joke was made yeah. when you were dating somebody and you're like, oh, the kid's a stepmom. You're like, ah, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Cause you're like, I'm not a mom. I'm not, yeah. yeah. 
That's true. And I think it's like even your life experiences along with that topic. So right. like for me, it's hard. Like <clears throat> divorce is still hard because I had family members who have gone through that. And so it's like it was really real for me. And so I'm like, I don't even want to talk about it because it's like it. I don't. I feel like if I talk about it, if we like joke about it, it will happen. It's like saying Beetlejuice three times yeah. in, a, in a dark. Uh, like if we talk about like a stepmom, is there going to be a stepmom? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think oh, yeah, the emotions. Um, I understand. It's, it's a very scary thing. And, you know, I, I, you know, so you and I were talking about it during dinner or during lunch today, Valentine's Day lunch, because you just you were hanging out with Pitbull in Florida at a girl's oh, yeah. weekend. Mr. Worldwide. You're Mrs. Worldwide or Ms. Worldwide. Well, he's in Miami. We're in Tampa. So oh, a little different. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. There's yeah, so that close, makes sense. yeah it's close. And so you did a girls' weekend for I believe th four days, three nights, and yeah. I was doing the stay-at-home dad thing, and you made me this list um, with the three kids. You made me this list of like where everybody needs to be. Mm -hmm. You're like, and Beckham's got this birthday party, and and make sure he brings his library book back, and make sure you <laughs> go over his sight words, and make sure this happens and that happens, and the boys got basketball on Saturday. Yeah, be the, it's at five. Be there at four, five. Which is a nice list, by the way. It helped me Sunday, like have free clarity. Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gave have me have fun between the hours of uh, eleven a.m. and three p.m. You gave me a thirty-minute break, which yeah. I really like. You know, you said free time. You free said, time. <laughs> yeah, three p.m. to four p.m. Free time. Free time. Have fun with it. Do whatever Just you want. Whatever you want. Unless Harper's not napping well, so good then, luck. Then. Yeah. And we were talking about it during lunch. How it was the first time that I actually kind of. Being you being away for in a long enough period of time that I had to almost like imagine what would be what would it be like if you and I separated, what would life look like? Mm -hmm. And uh, not bad at all, right? Like <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm joking. No, it, would, it the way I looked. I did <laughs> fine. No, it was it. I, I broke it down and I was like, this is this would be miserable because right. And you and I were talking about is how right now I'm a pretty outgoing person you're a very outgoing person and but we Sometimes. don't we don't have boring periods of like i'm bored like we, we, here's what we never say i'm bored yeah i've never had that we've never said <laughs> Since I'm bored. we've been married right it's like so if you're like hey the boys got basketball practice i'm taking them today to me i'm like oh, two so hours of me just like just so glad it's not me doing me time you know so um, I kind of imagine, so here, here's this like weekend thing and I'm like, okay, well, what if this is what it looks like when you divorce somebody and you're doing all this stuff, which, okay, it's fine. A lot of people do it. But then here's another idea. One of my friends, um, texted me. He's like, Hey, we're having these couple of friends come over for the Super Bowl party. Why don't you come over the kids? I know Irina's out of town. <clears throat> and to me, I didn't want to go because I, I didn't want this awkward feeling of like, here's a bunch of couples and then just I'm me. the one without a couple, right? And it's me with my kids. And it was the, the closest thing that I go like, oh, this is what divorce would probably like feel like. And I realized, and this is a pretty crummy feeling, that you might have a lot of friends when you're married, but they're not really your friends when you get divorced. If you're, yeah. Because everything you do, you do it as a couple, right? You say, mm -hmm. come dinner, over. Dinner, come over for dinner. Come over the dinner. The couple comes over Let's with their go kids, to the fair. Let's take the kids to the fair. Let's, mm -hmm. uh, we're doing a 4th of July barbecue. You know, let's do it at our house. You do things like that. And everybody, the couples become your friends. Mm -hmm. But, and maybe I'm just only speaking for myself, but un unless somebody has a bunch of single friends, who are not in relationships, maybe they'd never settled down or maybe they're divorced, but people don't usually have a lot of them. Mm -hmm. 
And if you did get divorced, and this is how I was breaking down, like if this is what it looks like and I'm not married, my buddies aren't going to invite me to their house because the couples were the friends. Yeah. And or so, the girls might be like, oh, don't invite him. Like this right. like, it's gonna bad be awkward. blood. It's going to be yeah. awkward. It's going to be whatever. And so now you have to learn how to make new friends like that are in the same life cycle of you, either single parents, r- divorced, or or just recently remarried, or dating, or, or never even settled down. You have to do that. And that means you're going to have to go to like bars. You're going to have to go to like social events. <clears throat> and that is exhausting. Mm-hmm. And also at the same time, like we started this conversation, I was like, the things we never say is, I'm bored. I bet you at that point, you do say things like, I'm bored because you're well, like, I haven't done anything. I've just... Or if it's like a weekend, you don't have your kids. Right. Like you're like, what I do I do? imagine being bored. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Like, well, you're going to, I'm sure a few months go past and you're like, I need to go talk, like hang out with some adults. Yeah. And the yeah. only way you know how to do that is through, so long story short, please don't divorce me. I'm not going to go to strip clubs if you don't divorce me. And I'm okay with that. What were the three? The three pillars. The, the three, three pil- pillars. The three pillars. Uh, don't get a DUI. Uh, don't go to strip clubs. Don't make friends with strippers. <laughs> <laughs> don't make friends with strippers. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I'm sure don't hit your spouse. Yeah. And that goes on both sides. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I, I can't speak a lot about that topic, but it's like, from our almost 10 years of marriage, we can more speak about like the, how to have a more of a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like. That's a boring conversation. We're I not know. gonna go there. Let's go with more distractions. <laughs> Is it boring? I'm joking. No, no, I think it's great. I was just using it for comedic relief. <laughs> that was me being immature, trying to make a funny the joke. Actually, it wasn't that funny. I, I know, it was But immature. my card today was funny. Your card was really funny. Your card, I actually have it right here. <laughs> it says, you are my, you are, Kyle, ear, ear moves. <laughs> you are. He's going to blush. Yeah, I know. You are the only meat for my taco. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Ask the kids. Kyle, any idea? I, I don't. I mean, it's what you put ground beef. And maybe? if you thought. What is, do you like? Chicken? Is, <laughs> <in the taco? laughs> okay. And if you thought that wasn't graphic enough, let me read the inside. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> Did you hear me? That was quick. Yeah. Do not. Do not. I mean, I, it's not that it's, bad. It's uh, not rated R. I just said I married you for your body. I appreciate you saying that. You're welcome. I work really hard to try to keep it together. <laughs> keep it together. <laughs> the amount of self-control I have to exp- uh, like practice on Friday night pizza night to say, eat only yeah. two pieces of pizza. You've been doing good. I've been, I actually texted you yesterday yeah. when you were, no, two days ago when you were still in Florida. And I was like, hey. On Friday nights, we have family pizza night and a movie. And I was like, I texted you. I was like, guess who had only three slices of pizza? This guy. This guy. And you're like, that's so hot right now. Because I don't have self-control when it comes to tacos and pizzas. The tacos. (laughs) Easy, girl. Because the portions is you eat until you hate yourself. Right? I've... I don't have that. You don't have that because you don't have the addictive mindset that I do. Although I did. I did. I feel like I had to train myself. To not get be there. Interesting. How much training did you, is this? Like the episode about you and your research? No, this is like when I lost like forty pounds and I was uh, how old was I? 20. Tell people the story because I don't think anybody heard the story. I was like, I think I was twenty. It was it, the crazy part is like literally right before I met you. Mm. I um, this is a great Valentine's Day episode. Yeah, hit him. <laughs> I, I I always I have always struggled with my weight and I know people have can 
have said that too. Everybody struggles with that, whatever. But um, I think it's like genetic too. If you look at my family, like everybody has had that struggle. We're not just like naturally thin in my family. Um, and so I've always struggled. And then it was always like a yo-yo. I don't know if you had that. A yo-yo? I had a yo-yo. No, like a yo-yo diet where like you would like lose a lot of weight, but then like gain it back. She didn't get it. Did you get it? I what? had it. The yo-yo diet. You like? I don't know if you ever had one. It's like a yo-yo. I don't know if you ever had one. Like, I, did you? Yeah. Did you have the kind that like the yomega? Yes, I did have the it. yomega. Did I, did I do walk the dog and the pendulum and did I yeah. do off the wall? Yeah, I did. <laughs> the walk the dog. Did it get I me, could never. Did it get me all the girls? No, no it did. Zero. No zero. How many girls did it there get? There were zero girls that talked to me. Zero. <laughs> but you look there dang was, cool. There was a plethora of guys and there was zero girls. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry to take away from your spotlight. That was an emotional trigger. Although I like the I like yo-yoing too. I wasn't very good at it. Okay, it was good. I, it I was want fun. You, okay, so, okay, so yo-yo diet. It was yeah. like a yo-yo. You, you get well, on you, it, you get off of it. Yep. Yeah, and I did that for a long time. Anyway, I ended up like I don't remember how much like exactly I weighed, but I was very unhappy with myself. I was always eating out of boredom, out of like I'm watching a show on my like laptop. Oh man, you know what? I could use a snack. So I'd go like eat. It just got to this point where it was like such a habit and eating like terrible food that it wasn't like really quick for me. It was very, it was like a gradual, um, it probably took about six months, maybe closer to a year of losing that weight. But anyway, I was like, that's it. I moved back to Idaho from Seattle and I was like so unhappy with myself, always feeling just miserable. And I think it affected my, um, like mental state. I was always just feeling down and unhappy with myself. And anyway, then I just decided to change my life. And the first thing I did was got a gym, gym membership. What made you go, I need to do something about it and we're going to do it extreme. It wasn't really extreme at first. It was very. But what triggered it? What made you go like that? I don't know. It. I don't think anything triggered. Because I, I think people think it was who accumulation. have an, Well, I think people with or with weight issue, and I was there myself. They usually have something that accumulates over time, but they're like uh, they something get to a point that whether I it's a New Year's resolution eyes, yeah. or somebody let them down. I think the only thing that stands out <clears> in my <throat> brain, which I don't know if at this point this is what triggered it, but I remember um, always feeling tired and feeling like something was wrong with me. And I would go to the gym and only be able to like walk and not do very much. And I would spend like 15 minutes there and then leave. And I remember um, actually going to the doctor and seeing if like something was wrong with my thyroid because I'm like, I'm always tired. You were looking for excuses. Yeah. Because you have some people with thyroid issues in mm -hmm. the family. Okay, and I, I actually have thyroid issues that run in my family. Yeah, that's so, what I just said because you have thyroid issues around the family. And you, you go, didn't say I that. I said you have no. The, you, run that back, Kyle. No, goes, no. <laughs> you said because people have thyroid issues. That's what you said. In your family. You didn't say your family. Kyle. No comment. <laughs> Kyle. We'll have to listen Please. to it back. <laughs> You okay, okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. I'm not going to fight over it. It's Valentine's Day. It's St. Valentine's <laughs> Day. Valentine? Valentine, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So I think I was looking for an excuse because I didn't have... I wanted something to like be the, the cause of why I was overweight, why I wasn't feeling good. And I remember telling that to my brother-in-law. I said... I remember this. Go ahead. <laughs> I said, I don't... I just feel tired all the time. I like, you know, just, I feel like it's some thing to do with my thyroid. And he's like, nah, I think you're just lazy. Uh. 
And I was like, no. And he's like, yeah, I think you're just lazy. And he was he was a, a big gym rat at that point. Yeah, him and my sister were both huge gym rats. Which and- how the tables have turned <laughs> my, because. My, my. Yeah. But anyway. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. He said that and I was kind of taken aback and I was really offended. Of course, I laughed it off because that's my personality. Mm-hmm. But then I like. It really affected me. I think I think I thought about it for days because I was like, that's not true. I'm not lazy. There's I've no always been a hard worker. Yeah. And then I realized about myself, I was actually lazy. I didn't try to like do anything at the gym. I would just like walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes and be like, oh man, I'm tired. Like I didn't mm. allow myself to be challenged ever in terms of like weight and getting healthy and even like food wise i was eating like pasta and i would eat like three bowls of cereal like yeah. while i was you know before you said bed. pasta and i'm like i already got tired here yeah when <laughs> you said the pasta. pasta makes you want to sleep yeah yeah and anyway so long story short i was just like okay that's it so i just like started going to the gym more and more but it was very gradual for me it wasn't like i remember i couldn't even run uh, without stopping i think it was like maybe three minutes i could run and then i had to stop and walk but over time, the more you do it, and I, would, I told myself I have to go every day, five days a week. That's like my goal. And so I went and at first, yeah, it was like I would run, walk, run, walk. I would run three minutes, walk 10 minutes. <laughs> Which it's not that unorthodox because do you remember? Common. Well, yeah. do you remember when we first got married? You yeah. were, So you've you've done a huge you transformation. You ate my dust. Well, when we first got married, uh, well, we forgot marriage. When we first got <laughs> married, you've already done this. When we were first crazy, married, <laughs> crazy transformation, right? Which I didn't know what you looked like before. Mm-hmm. I only knew that after we got married, and I saw pictures of you before. And when we got married, I remember I had already like lost forty pounds. Yeah, and so you got me at my best, right? And so when and this is the point that I never really worked out. I wasn't like fat, but I was a skinny fat. I was like a like a. Like when you, we you didn't met, have that like endurance. I didn't have endurance. Yeah. I didn't even have muscle because I starved myself. Like I remember because I had my own weight issue. But I don't want to take away from your story. I remember. How dare you? Where I'm going with this is when it comes to running, I remember we would go. We had Jack and we owned those jogging strollers and we went for a jog. In fact, our last house, that's where we did it. Mm-hmm. And pre- plenty of houses before that. You had to like walk. I had to like, I could do, I basically did what you did, like three minutes and then I had to walk. Yeah. Like I lost my breath entirely. Yeah. And I blamed it on the fact that I had to push yeah. the, the, the jogger. <laughs> really, it wasn't that. It was not that at all. <laughs> it was just, I sucked at fitness. Yeah. <laughs> but that's true. You build yourself up, you build your endurance up to that. And so mm-hmm. I had to do that. And it took me maybe like six months to like lose all of that weight. And obviously towards the end, I was losing it a lot faster because I was, at first I couldn't do much, but then um, like all of, a, all of a sudden I started running like five miles a day. We well, started building muscle and muscle builds more And you're calories, building yeah. muscle, yeah. And so I was able to do more and I would spend like an hour and a half at the gym, which sounds... You cool. became obsessive after a point then. It sounds like it. Yeah, I think I was. I think I, I <clears throat> You told I, I me did. stories how like when you got hungry to like not eat, you would have like a Jolly Rancher yeah. or something like that. Well, so my other rule, which I think helped a lot, was I didn't like ever starve myself in terms of not eating like what I wanted to eat. I would still eat like some car. I would eat carbs. I would just really limit it. So I would have like a sandwich at lunch with, you know, bread. It wasn't like I was eating like two pieces of spinach and that's enough for me. You know, Mm -hmm. no, I was still eating carbs and stuff and I would allow myself to have dessert or cookies after I ate. But I, my one rule was I couldn't eat after 6 PM. Like that was my 
ending point. So it was like, I would eat at like 5.55. I remember like looking at the clock and being like, I wouldn't even let like a minute go by. That's how strict I was. And I would eat at like 5.55 and be like, okay, that's it. That's like it for me. But the thing is, I went to the gym at 9 p.m. every night. So it was like, I got home from the gym and I was you burned starving. You burned everything off. Everything. You burned everything off. Everything. Yeah. And so I was starving, but I didn't want to eat after six. So I would just like, allow myself to have like a jolly rancher mm -hmm. um just to get that like a little bit of like sugar or whatever and not feel like i'm gonna you mean not to faint yeah <laughs> <laughs> but 6 p.m is not that late now it it's, feels late it, like, it, 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 uh, it will say this by I the mean, way not early i guess by the way two things one is there i love the feeling and i think you and i are are wired like that to a small degree more me than you it's like when you create a rule and you go, no, 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 you no. follow it, you feel so good. You feel so good. Yeah. So when you said, I wouldn't eat after six, and I like 5.55, and I go, oh, I like oh, that yeah. feeling. Yeah. Like, nope, that's it. Yeah. I remember. And going to bed knowing yes, like, oh, you, man, I'm going to wake up feeling so good in the morning. Yes, my stomach And you know what? Yeah. Now that I think about it, I didn't know this before because I didn't. I had no concept of dieting or like intermittent fasting, but I was intermittent fasting yes. at that point. They just didn't come up with a name yet. They didn't me. come up with a name. And because I wouldn't eat until the next, what, 9 a.m. in the morning morning the next day and so i was actually intermittent fasting so i was really resetting my metabolism for sure and i didn't know it and now i am at this point where if i feel a little bit full i stop eating because i've reset my metabolism and my brain my mental like yeah my mind to be like nope you're done and so it mm -hmm. was kind of crazy to get at that point because I had never had that before i would just eat until i hated myself you know it's wild like some people go like um you and I, we grew up in poverty being immigrants, mm -hmm. but you go like, okay, so if you had like unlimited money, not to say that we have unlimited money, but like if you had unlimited money, what would you do? And you go, well, okay, first thing I'll do is I'll buy a baller car. Well, cool. Let's say you worked hard enough in life. You bought a nice car. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> You're content with your car. And you go, well, I'm going to buy some really cool clothing. Well, you did that. You're like, okay, cool. You have the shoes, the boots, the whatever. Like you got them all. Okay, that's fine. Watch, jewelry. Cool. Got it. Set, what up? Done. And then you go, well, what else? Well, I'll do travel. Okay, you travel. Here we go. And then now that you're, you know, you're, you're busy with life, you can't travel that much, but you're still traveling. What, what else? Well, I'll drink the best drinks and, the best, and eat the best food. Ah, well, that's where you get in trouble because mm -hmm. with that level of hustle comes a certain level of feeling. You can go eat the best food in the world, mm -hmm. but can you practice? And this is where I, I guess I'm discipline. going with this. That discipline, that self-control resistance. So because it, if you go like the best food, that's your escape that you can now do now that, that, that you're not worried about money. Okay. Well, now you have to, you're, you're going to be gaining a bunch of weight. Okay. Oh, okay. oh what about, oh, well, then you're going to do like, you're, you're going to do the best drugs. Well, now you have something that's going to destroy your life on the other aspect. So I guess where I'm going with this is like mm -hmm. the true thing of happiness or like luxury or whatever is not necessarily the fact that you have access or being able to do that anytime you want. It's the satisfaction that you have when before you go to bed and the moment that you wake up in the morning is i practice self-control mm -hmm. i didn't eat all the lobsters <laughs> <laughs> just most of them just most i didn't eat all the lobsters like i i and, and and that's the part that people are not realizing because like there's some people I, I look at post malone like that actually he's a guy who had substance abuse issues before going into this like fame right mm -hmm. you can tell that based off how he looked both tattoos and his weight then he blew up overnight because it was literally overnight. He put a sound song on SoundCloud and uh, the Iverson, what was it called? Do you know? Yeah, White Iverson. White Iverson, right? I remember the, exactly the music video because he still has cornrows. Like uh, Post Malone has cornrows. Mm -hmm. But he posted 
while getting drunk. He's like, because he drank then a lot and drinks now a lot. But and you see how he looks, right? And he blew up, made millions of dollars. But he, his body, he still treats like crap. Mm. And so, therefore, there has to be some kind of conversation that he has with himself, both either going to bed or waking up in the mm. morning, whereas there's a dissatisfaction. So the moral of the story is you have to, no matter how rich or poor, you always have to practice that self-control and self-discipline when it comes to and limiting. I feel like that's in any type, in any aspect of your life, right? It's not just food related. It could be anything. Right, right. Because so. apart from that, like, let's say you have Jeff Jeff Bezos' monies, which is, last time I heard, it, it was in the billions. It was like, what is it, uh, like a hundred billion, thirty billion dollars. I, I don't know. These are obnoxious numbers. Sounds but, about right. <laughs> but he's in the bees, right? Like, mil, like a billion is, it's is it is, is it a, a thousand million, right? If I if I remember correctly, like, I mean, don't quote me right, but it's a thousand million, right? That number is preposterous, right? Yeah. Like I've Who heard, I've heard that? Neil deGrasse Tyson break down. Like if you took Jeff Bezos' monies and you stack the bills, like each bill from here to the moon, you're able to go to like the moon like 37 times, and you're able to after that still be left over with. Is it stacked in dollars? Each dollar bill. Oh, like dollar. Seven, yeah. yeah. So it was like six inches at a, at a time, and then you ha- still have money left over to go uh, uh, go over the Earth like another 60 times. And still have money to go to whatever. Like, it, it's preposterous. Yeah. So th- where am I going with this example, this extreme example? The extreme example is like a man who can buy anything. He can buy people. He can buy things. He can buy food. It doesn't matter. Experiences, memories. Yeah. He can buy it all. If he doesn't practice self-control and self-discipline, then he becomes more destructive to himself mm-hmm. by having his way take control. He's less and less satisfied with himself. Like, that's the part that not a lot of people are realizing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like we are all born with the same level of building up to that self-control? Or do you think it's easier for some people than others? Great question, actually. I think we are all uh, start of the same playing field. Maybe it's our experiences in life that build it. I think I've heard nature this. versus nurture kind of thing, right? Right, I, you're right. But um, I, I, I feel like I've heard this thing that we're talking about uh, spoken from more and more rich, successful people, mm-hmm. and not as many um, poor people. Not to put it in that perspective, in that extreme perspective, but like I feel like there's not a lot of people. I, in fact, I've never heard of anybody as a child, or because I, I love talking to people in terms of like who do crazy, unique things. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I've never heard whether it's on social media from, from somebody in a small little pocket of India or something like that, um, unless they're, okay, for, actually here, let me uh, maybe back it up a little bit. I'm, Cause I'm just now on, on unraveling this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, monks do that, right? Mm-hmm. There are people who are in poverty by, by, by choice. They, they choose to join the monastery. And they do things that are restricting them, like celibacy or, yeah. or, or fasting. Um, they'll do, you know, multi, 30-day fast or whatever. They'll do things that are difficult on the body because it gives some kind of awakening or clarity in the end. Mm. So <clears throat> I don't, th- yeah, so I'll, I'll backtrack my, my, my point because I'm, I'm just now breaking down. I think, I think there's people who are highly spiritual people who will do, I mean, the Bible says Jesus fasted for 30 days and 30 nights, or is it 40 mm-hmm. days and 40 nights? But um, 
or the monks will do that for an extended period of time, or the eunuchs will go live a life of celibacy and whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, Muhammad apparently but do you think that's went into the by cave. The people they are when the like or they re- just are like internally. Per- like it has to be. It has to be nurture. It has to be an inspiration from somebody else. Nurture. I think. Yeah, I think so too. Because why else would somebody? try to do that unless they saw somebody else have some kind of some awakening kind of inspiration to oh, them. whether it's a spirituality and awakening mm-hmm. because muhammad did that he went into a cave or something like that for like multiple days or if it's somebody who like david goggins who did a 240 mile moab race mm-hmm. or if it's a guy what's his name i'm slipping his name but he's the guy that uh broke the uh, um, um, ultra marathon record sorry the 24 hour race he did it like 11 hours or something like that in 55 minutes or something like that um, being on a ketogenic diet meaning no carbohydrates but nothing but fats like I think people do wild difficult crazy things like that because they saw somebody else do wild crazy things and there's a group of people who go I'm either going to beat that which these are competitive Mm -hmm. Olympians or these are people who go, I'd like to see other savages and animals do savage and animal mm. things. I don't consider myself to be a savage animal compared to a lot of these people. Right. I do consider myself to be somebody who likes to do difficult things because of the reward that comes in the end. And the only reason I'm doing it is not because of my nurture, or sorry, not because of my nature, how I grew up, but because of my nurture mm-hmm. right in the last... Uh, Experiences you've gone through. Five years, four to five years. Mm-hmm. You and I spoke about this. We've been married this August for 10 years. And I am not the same person you married even six years ago. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the discipline, the drive, the motivation, the ideas. The body. The body. Thank you for saying that. I didn't want to say it. It was weird if I said it. Um, it didn't come. I got you. It didn't, thank you. It didn't come till the, uh, I don't want to say fourth quarter of my life because I'm not in that part yet. But, <laughs> but, in the four, that, yeah. but in the fourth quarter of this marriage I've been to, so to far, date. Yeah. So far. Um, that's the part that people so on that point you're right it's nurture it's not nature yeah. we're not born to be like you need to go do difficult things animals are in fact i feel like we <clears> lean <throat> the other way if you look at kids well, no that's not true actually some kids do like the challenge and challenge themselves but like we have um <coughs> we have one of each where we have a kid who embraces the challenge or like strives for that and one that runs from any challenge he goes to path of least (laughs) least resistance yeah Yeah. so i can see yeah but it's like the way you shape him because going back to my um point about when i was able to reset my metabolism and my brain that was something i had to do and it lasted six months it wasn't something that was just like overnight that's it i'm gonna do this no Mm -hmm. it was such a long training for me to like get where i am where i kind of like reset my body and my my mind to not uh view food a certain way so yeah that was for me was like definitely just the experience i went through but i don't think i was like inspired by anything i think it was i was fed up (laughs) yeah which i guess that's a motivation too right right yeah it wasn't like some i looked at somebody was like man i want to look like that it was more like I don't like the way I look when I look at myself. I don't like the way I feel. I don't like the way my brain feels foggy and I'm just tired all the time. I think that was what pushed me. I think there's a, a special moment. Wow, my voice just sounded raspy I there like for it. a so second. I like it so sexy. <laughs> um, 
I think there's a special feeling that happens when you accomplish something like a weight drop. Mm-hmm. From that point on, you want more. You, you, well, yes. And I think what's driven You're from it seeking. is like, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. Like one of the things that I, I, I pride myself, and I never really kind of said this out loud to people, but like I pride myself in the fact that I think I dress pretty well, right? Do you think I dress pretty well? <laughs> I'm yeah. You yeah. do. I dress pretty you well. Do. I like you men's take, fashion, yeah. right? And I think what drives I mean, you look good. Thank you. Real good. I think what drives me is the fact that like I've accomplished enough things that make me go, oh, what else can I do? I've realized this kind of like the secret sauce in life where you can do anything you want to do or you can be anything you want to do, be or you can look any way you want to be. Uh, look. Be. Um, and I think where I'm going with this is like when you've done a difficult things like weight loss and you've gone through like conquering what Joe Rogan calls your inner bitch, right? Mm-hmm. Anytime you go, I want to quit and you don't and you do it. Anytime you don't want to work out and you do and you love that high in the end and you did it and you go, well, like David Goggins says, he goes, you're, every time you want to quit, you're only at 60% capacity yeah. of your mental bandwidth. So when you quit, it's not because you quit because you literally cannot do it again. You're only at 60%. Until you get past it and you realize, oh my gosh, I did that. Mm-hmm. How do you prove that to be true? Well, look at any marathon or half marathon anybody has ever run, right? When they go, this hurts, that hurts, I don't want to do it. And you go, I still have another 10 miles to go or another eight miles to go. Mm-hmm. And you go just one foot in front of the other. And you finish, you feel like, like crap at the end, but the high that you get supersedes everything. It just comes down to your own mental limitation. Yeah. So again, where does it go? If you want to dress or look like Brad Pitt, Yes, I do. You, you, I do. <laughs> you do. You might not have the genetic bone structure of Brad Pitt. You might not have the resemblance. But, but you by, can try. By, by golly, you can go <laughs> dress like Brad Pitt and have the body of Brad Pitt if you decide to stick to the same disciplines you did. Wow. Another part of How your life. How professional. <clears throat> How's Everybody a, heard that. Ring doorbell. Yeah. And I feel like <clears throat> the more you do it, the less scary the next challenge becomes because you know you've, you've done there. it. You've yeah, been you've before. been there. You did that too. You you yeah, did, did that, that even yeah. to you, even like um on a on a more genetic level where you go, um you gave birth to three kids allegedly, um but allegedly nobody knows for sure. All three were given natural. And Two. Did Harper get a no Jack Jack, um. Oh, that's right. Jack got it. You were a quitter with Jack. And I'm kidding. Joke, joking, folks. <laughs> I was first time hey, mom. Moms. Moms. I'm joking. So <laughs> with Jack, you you had a, um, what do they call it? A epidural. Epidural. Um, and then with Beckham, it wore off. So you technically had a I neutral. just thought, how else can I make my body feel yes. even worse during right. labor? <laughs> how and else? Then, and then when Harper, you're like, I'm not going to tell you. Like, I, I bet I, so I guess what <laughs> it was is like, you're like, I did this before. It sucked. Yeah. But I felt so empowered. Yes after and and it, it made you go like i bet you it was I the do same it thing with like when right. we did our half marathon it was the same thing you when compare I started. that to your pregnancy the, the, uh, birth, birth. <laughs> no, i mean that feeling of like i remember at one point we talked about this in the earlier podcast go listen to it it's episode i'm just kidding i don't know what episode <laughs> it is uh but it's a good one but when i had that it band pain and mm-hmm. i thought i was gonna quit and i was just kept doing it i was like well you had that a mile mi- five out of yeah it was 12, early out, out of 13 13.1. That point one counts. faster than me. But at like mile five or six, I had that pain. And I just remember thinking like, should I quit? Like, I don't know what to do. I, I like am limping, limping. And then I kind of just was like, well, I'm going to like, I'm going to like embrace the pain right now and see if it, if I can like get through it. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, my body either like went numb. 
yeah. or like shut down or my or my brain was like okay like you're doing this the minute i told myself i was gonna keep running and then the same thing with my business it was like i had so many fears and so many reasons not to pursue it or not to do it and and but it was that challenge of like okay what are what is my biggest fear in this why don't i just try it okay the the worst case scenario is i fail well i'm failing if i don't do it anyway you know mm -hmm. so it was i think there's so many aspects of your life and i think we've already talked about that so many times where it seeps into those different aspects it's not just like one thing where you can challenge yourself if if i could have one and we're gonna start wrapping it up but I, if i feel like if, if you can wait i had a question before we wrapped <clears throat> up what was your question well you can finish this thought and then um, ask if, the if you can um if if you can bottle up a feeling and we you know there's this running joke was like if you could put this feeling in, in a in a pill like whether it's a, an orgasm or happiness or whatever and like in a pill like what would you put in the pill and to be completely honest with you is the feeling that we're talking about right now where you wanted to quit but you decided to put one foot in front of the other and get in the zone and and accomplish something like that i think if you could take that feeling of satisfaction with yourself I think it's a very primal feeling. I think animals yes. are born with that feeling, meaning like they don't have to, they don't have this experience of like, I'm just a tired cheetah. I'm just, I don't <laughs> have, maybe. I I, don't, it's a thyroid it's, thing. I was just going to say <laughs> that. Maybe I'm a thyroid. No, they're born with it. You go like, if you want to eat today, you have to go get it. And if you don't get it, you will die. Mm -hmm. So animals are born with this pinpoint fine needle, like yeah. eye pupils. Um, and I think if you can put that in, the, in a pill, that's the pill you should be chasing. And the cool thing about it is you can create your own things and day to day. Like I have this ongoing list and we can get into it in another episode of like things I want to pass on to my kids. Mm -hmm. And the way I kind of wrote this list is like it's probably going to end up being like in this form of like one day I'll die and I hope they find this thing in the safe. And it's mm. like a rules of life kind of thing. Yeah. Not something that I've read. But something that I've kind of learned. Why are you looking at my crotch? <laughs> I was zoning okay, out. Okay, sorry. It's I was thinking about it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's Valentine's. Day. But like, it's it's. I was looking at your <clears> shirt, <throat> not your crotch. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> if if I could if I could put these kind of like my my own rules of life that I've kind of learned yeah. over the course of life. Well, when you said that, I was thinking about like writing my kids' letters. I'm like, man, I right. should write my kids' letters. And and one of the things I wrote on it is find opportunities to be proud of yourself. Oh, that's a good one. And and it's very important because I have that like. And I've, we've spoken openly on the podcast before about like the darkest moments or the dar darkest conversations you have with yourself, right? And it's usually when your brain's not awake fully, right? I say mm -hmm. that I have the mornings, you have that before going to bed. Mm -hmm. You're like, why did I do this with the kids? Well, every time like the simple thing like pizza, again, we're making everything full circle in this episode. Mm -hmm. um, when you go, I'm only going to have three slices of pizza because if I don't put a resistor or like a, 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 a limit on it, I'm going to eat the entire thing. I'm going to feel shitty in the morning. Mm -hmm. So by you going, I'm only going to have two slices of pizza and some salad and you stick to your guns and it's like 5.55 or 7 p.m., whatever your number is. Tomorrow morning when you wake up in the middle of the night to go pee at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're going to be peeing going, oh, nicely done. I stuck to it. Yeah. That's the feeling we Good should all be job. chasing is doing things that limit you, like, and uh, do things that create a resistance to things, mm -hmm. uh, create these limits, and find opportunities to be proud of yourself. Yeah. So what was your question? Well, my question <clears throat> was off topic, but oh it's Oh my gosh, you're like, related. what do you think is happening in Ukraine? Yeah. Is that what you're gonna say? No, 
<laughs> well, maybe we'll say it for another day. Is it? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. It was just Valentine's Day related. Well, yeah, that's on topic. We're not yeah. going to have another maybe, Valentine's Day. Maybe. Well, maybe this is like, because <clears throat> we kind of shifted gears, but to go back to like marriage. Sure. In that, yeah, it's a great time. Let's go pop what it up. What would you say is the, and I guess you could, we can speak in terms of our marriage, like this, one of the top um, pieces of advice you could give somebody to like maintain a healthy marriage. I got an easy one. Blowies, blowies. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Every day. No, every day. No, uh, no. I, we always say this, and this is from Mark Driscoll's uh, book, but it was, um, so it's not an original idea of mine, but it's uh, the, the, the mantra that I've carried for the last 10 years of marriage was always marriage gets either better or bitter. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. And if you stand still and say, I'm just going to keep it like at ease, like not get better or bitter, it's like a treadmill. You're going to just go backwards regardless. So better or bitter is my thing. Mm-hmm. It's but how would you say if it's, are there any like practical things yes, that would like yes, make that yes. better? So I can't tell you, I think everybody has their own thing. What, what, what's makes it better? I guess you could better. speak for us. Right. What, what would you say? Well, I think if, when it comes to better, everybody's spouse is so different, but with better, it's like you find things to, that makes the other person happy. For example, I know that, you like to be told that your outfit looks really pretty or you oh, look really pretty. You. you like to be held hands. And I like those things as well. But but I think everybody has, I think that there's more secret to the, it's not how many things you can find to do better. It's how many things you can find that make it less bitter, mm-hmm. right? Because Which one, makes it better. one is easy to do and that's to create bitterness. The, uh, sorry, the, the easy part to do is to make it better. And you go, I'm going to take her on a date now. But the part that's making it hard to do is the bitterness, getting rid of bitterness. Mm-hmm. So let's just put it in well, this perspective. Well, in, because in, I guess if you think about it, you can try to make it better without fixing the bitterness Correct. part. Is that what you're trying to Correct. say? Correct, yeah. right. Like the default setting is like, always oh, going to be... do this to make it better Yeah. Are you going to bring flowers every single day? Yeah. Right? Like, Me? Or, yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think by default, it always gets bitter. Your job is to isolate the bitterness and cut it out. So yeah. I guess I would say it was like the, 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 the secret sauce or like the, the thing is me naturally, I have a tendency to come off rude, come off as a jerk. Um, and you're very gracious to like go let it go over your head and kind of uh, be patient with me or avoid it. And so there's many times that I go like, no, 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 you need to go apologize. Because if you don't apologize, you allow it to get bitter. And mm-hmm. so then I'll come up to you and be like, hey, I'm sorry I said this. I'm sorry I acted like that. I'm sorry. And I have that a, a daily reminder. I have less reminders of go like do this to make it better. Like go do th- go take on a date because we like to go on dates. We enjoy mm-hmm. it. To me, the active um, assignment that I give myself is like find places that you were that, that are allowing for bitterness to come in. Mm. And when that happens, like... Fun fact today, I was in the bathroom today. When were you bitter we're, at me? No, I told myself, I was like, be nicer to her. Oh, when? When I was peeing after our daughter threw up in the car during oh, in the, the Valentine's Day day. <laughs> well, and the reason that was sparked is because when you called me when you're on your trip in Florida and you started talking, which you and I don't talk on the phone, we text. You know what's funny? Going back to that. Right. I, I realized, because you were kind of, you weren't mean, but you were just kind of like I was short. short. Yeah, I was short. And I didn't know if it was because you were like not having a good day and you were tired with the kids, but I kind of just like wanted to chat with you. And we never chat. And that's what I realized is like, we do not talk on the phone ever because we see each other all day we long. We text more. 
And but we even see texting, each other. We, we don't work text from that home. much. Right, yeah. we work from home. But we both work from home and we see each other every day and we're, it's like fa- that face-to-face interaction so that when I called you, I was, I was like, he probably is like, doesn't know what to say because we don't talk to each other on the phone ever. It, we don't, we're not, not that a, couple that like calls each other because we see each other. Right, 10 years It'd be marriage, one thing yeah. if you were like at work all day from like, you know, sure. 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., I think it would, it would be a little bit different. But because we see each other yeah. anyway, I'm like, I bet it's that. that he just like yeah. doesn't. Um, no, for sure. I don't, it's, it's, it's a lost skill. Yeah, it is. It, it's like. A, Which is okay. Like, ta- I don't. Talking I don't on the phone, I think. love it either. I think talking on the phone, it's uh, after being married for a long period of time is. It's, it's like kind small of, talk. It's like small talk. Yeah. It's such a skill set. You have to be taught how to do small yeah. talk. And <gasps> so what'd you do today? Right. And and, and you and I kids? we did long distance uh when we yeah. first uh, met each other. So uh for the first probably close to a year, mm-hmm. it was talking on the phone. So we were good at it. But also we haven't done it in nine years. Yeah. And so And I don't so, like well, the ten, small talk. Well the ten then, years now. Yeah. But but like and the thing is is it's 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 a learn thing, so we can definitely get we can learn how to do it. But here's the thing. Um when you have you're first of all bad at it, haven't done it for a long period of time, and all of a sudden it comes on you, and you go, okay, this is our first phone call conversation. <laughs> Ever. The first thing that I'm hearing is you talking to another friend as you're getting out of the car, and you go, wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you can just leave the door closed. No, and then as a recipient of that, going, you're not here. You're wasting my time. You're wasting my. I'm watching yeah. the fights right yeah. now. I'm irritated with the kids because I was taking care of them, so I'm like, I'm unwinding. And you're talking to somebody yeah. else as you're attempting to have a conversation <laughs> with me on the phone. So I'm like, this is not the time. <laughs> That's true. And I kind of realized that after we hung up, because yeah. I was like, we see, like, sure, the phone call is a cool thing if you want to get into it and if you want to go back to that. But it's like, I like the inner in-person t- conversations way better anyway. Right. And so I'm like, it's okay if we don't like like talking on the phone. I actually prefer I Skype. Prefer because you can see the f- and, and you and I have done it like when I would maybe be on a, on a work trip or, mm-hmm. or or a hunting trip and we'd Skype with the kids and, and stuff like that like because they're like that you know they're going to be limited versus a phone call this could be five minutes or this could be an hour <laughs> five long. hours yeah. right true so, so to me yeah, I guess I was caught off guard and the fact that you were talking to somebody else but when it's you funny that you didn't just say like hey honey I don't really want to talk on the phone right now you were just kind of like mm-hmm I was, yeah. 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 I'm watching the fights yeah, too, by the way. I just true. paid $70 to watch a UFC <laughs> you sure fight. You said that. Well, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know you wanted to talk. So you're like, so... Oh, I just wanted to chat you, with you, you for guys, like five minutes. Oh, okay. Well, see, I didn't know that because if you were like to text me like, hey, uh, I'd like to chat with you or something like that. Or like, hey, want to talk real <laughs> hey, quick? Hey, can you call me in five minutes? I really want to talk to that you. That would be a different story. Like then you prep and you, I know yeah. you're prepped and you tell That's me what true. you did. I guess you weren't prepared. And, like today when we're driving to dinner, you told me so many stories about the tr- from the trip that yeah. were really funny and entertaining. So if you called me and you like you prepped and be like, hey, we're going to have like, hey, let's talk. Or can I call you? Do you have time <laughs> to chat? Talk. And then you share those stories. That would have been comical. Well, it's kind of interesting that you it's can such get a skill. out of yeah. That it's, it's such a skill, a skill that you lose. 100%. And I was like, can we not talk about it more? No, which is okay. No, <laughs> unless there's nudes that are coming from it. That's a different story. Or like if you call me to like buy something, or like hey, like if you're at the paint store or whatever, right. like, can you get this color? Or shoot, I don't need that one. I need this one. Make it quicker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess we're just so used to that, <laughs> which is okay because I prefer that in person anyway. And I'm okay learning how to have phone call conversations, <laughs> but I need to you be like, this You know what it is, is also? Mission. We're never like apart 
for that long. We work from home. We're always yeah. around each other. I'm like we don't ever like need to talk on the phone. So when we do, it's like, what are you doing? What do I say? Yeah. Hello. You know what it's like, probably. How's the weather? Like you and I have never stopped holding hands. It's mm -hmm. always like a default thing, whether we're in the car or whatever. But there's couples out there. I know more couples than I don't know that who actually feel awkward that like, now they have if kids. If they were like, to like, if they grab hands, they're like, what are you doing? I know. <laughs> the first one be like. Why are you doing that? Yeah, it'd be the same thing. <laughs> and it's because don't you, touch me. You can learn it all. You can go back to the place, but oh, if yeah. you haven't done it for such a long it's period of time, it's very awkward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not that it was awkward. It was just more like you were just like, uh huh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Well, but also on your yeah. end, I saw that you're trying to find stuff out of nothing. You're like, so you guys went <laughs> to, you guys. You guys played outside today, I saw. Yeah, 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 yeah we shot some hoops. So the basketball game, did yeah. they play? So did Did they did, wear Did Harper Did Harper have a good Did Harper have a good Did she like her milk today? <laughs> yeah, it she liked her milk. Versus, was, what temperature was it? Versus today? like the, the the things you told me in the car. I'm like yeah. that's hilarious. You made this beaver but I joke. Like, <laughs> I'm like what? But it wouldn't be funny on the phone. Yeah. I have to tell you in person. All right, folks. Um well, you're catching this probably after Valentine's Day, but we appreciate you listening. We hope you uh, left Valentine's Day very satisfied. satisfied. So we'll just leave it at that. Just satisfied. Just leave it at that. <laughs> um, Whichever way that may be. Remember, marriage gets bitter or better. We're reminding ourselves of that every week. Thank you for listening. Make sure you rate and review this uh, podcast. And yes. uh, we'll watch us on the YouTubes. The YouTubes, please. That would be very thankful. And appreciate that would be very thankful. <laughs> yes, and uh, check us out on the uh, Instagram. It's Instagram. Uh, next dot door dot neighbors because apparently all the easy ones are gone. Always. Um, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.